One day rolls into the next. Uh, that's for damn sure. Until you die. Mm. <laughs> Started off so positive. Let's just make this the show. Hey, you're listening to Not For Nothing <laughs> with your hosts, Chris and Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you? Uh, I'm alive. So alive. You know, Apparently. middle-aged mm. is like the late afternoon of life. <laughs> like the- there's not enough of it of the day to be like, ah, it's like pumped, you know? Mm-hmm. But you still kind of have the night to look forward to. Yeah. But yeah. you're, you know, that's kind of. I mean, of... I'm a night person, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like. I, I feel like, it, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I think I understand what you mean, but I'm also like, I get better as the day goes on. I fucking, now, I hate the Now afternoon. you can equate that to being, I get, I've gotten better as I've gotten older too, I think, so. Better at what? Everything. Oh, you've gotten better at everything. Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, I think I was. A, I was a. What do they call those? Like a piece not of a slow shit. learner, but uh, like a, a late bloomer. Late bloomer. In, in what regard? Everything. What did you have sex in your thirties for the first <laughs> time? <laughs> they didn't call me the forty-year-old fantasy virgin for nothing. <laughs> Are you? Did you get pubes late? No, but I was always <laughs> tall and gangly and awkward as up through my teenage years. Yeah. Um, you have a lot of swagger since I've known you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You represent with pretty good swagger. Yeah, I, I think up into my mid twenties and then on, I just, I, I kept growing. You know, I kept, I kept growing into, a, I think, a better person. Is that why your fashion person. is always like ten years behind? Maybe. Is that why you wear like, <laughs> you have really big sideburns and like wear trucker hats? Yeah, I like like boot cut jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, that was the that's the look of Florida, and you were just in Florida. Yeah, man. Did you wear your look? No, Uh, no. I think I've kind of grown out of it. Oh, boo. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, no, uh, no cargo shorts or pants. I don't. I don't really wear the hats anymore either. They, they just. I sweat too much in wearing a hat anymore. I feel like you don't wear any head sweats. You really have turned a page. Like I think so. I think you're I a think late bloomer. Like, you're a late bloomer, <laughs> but like kind of an early bloomer when it comes to old age. Your head sweats too much for a hat. You know, I can't wear a hat anymore. You know what I don't like is a sweaty hat. Inner sweaty hat. I get you though. I get you. you um, know, you ever notice that once you always sw- the, the the picture of seeing Carmelo Ant- uh, dressing the same as Carmelo Anthony just kind of changed my whole thing, and I was like, up. Oh, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Really? That's what it took? Yeah, that's what it took. Yeah. You know, I was just in New York uh, for a week in Soho of all fucking places. So you're like kind of in the melting pot of like Euro trash and a ton of money plus like brunch culture. <laughs> combination. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's like those people that shop at stores you like would never consider shopping at for reals. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, do mm-hmm. people, are they even supposed to shop at this store? No, no. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Fendi or whatever the fuck, sure. like you know, like yeah. they're, but they're like wearing it, like carrying shopping bags around, but like custom brands, just it's just weird. And then you've got like the brunch crowd and the young crowd. And anyway, I realized 
that like I think I want to change my whole aesthetic. Ooh. Like I love sneakers and I love like wearing like jogger pants and looking like a 14-year-old. I do. It's comfy. <laughs> do you wear a lot of jogger pants? Like, it's like uh... all I wear. It's like exclusive. Hmm. It's like uh, like sweatpants pants. I've been wearing them for like 10 years. Like I can't I found these pants and I was like, "Oh my god, there's pants that are like sweatpants, but they're pants. I'm going to wear these pants." Mm-hmm. And then I would just wear the cool shoes to match and like whatever. But like mm-hmm. I'm fucking 46 years old. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. So I was thinking, like, I might just like scrap the whole look. Like okay. when I leave Pittsburgh, I'm just gonna get rid of all my shit, Ooh. and I'm gonna buy like six nicely built Oxford shirts and some pants and like good boots, and then just call it a fucking day. I'm just gonna rotate out those like like three pants, six shirts, like two good <laughs> pairs of shoes, and like a jacket. And that's it. That's just okay. going to be, that's how I'm going to roll into my 50s. I'm just going to fucking be like plain. <laughs> but like, it's, okay, it's but like, but like, fashionable or yeah, it... like, it's like, not like, not like, I'm not going to buy shit off like, at Target. Like, these are going to be like nicely built, like Oxford shirts. Or maybe I'll have a short sleeve couple for the summer. Mm. Wear them with the tie. Like, you know, like a belt and like pants. <laughs> Do you not wear a belt? I never have to. I always have fucking sweatpants pants on. They're a drawstring. Oh, sure. sure I mean, I sure. do wear a belt when I wear regular pants. Of course, I'm not fucking savage. Okay. Point being, like, I'm old, and it's time to, like, I just was like, I need to be more classic. More, okay. You know, like, I, my kid doesn't want to fucking hang out with a dad that's trying too hard. He just <laughs> wants a dad that wears L.L. Bean. Like, I think I'm just ready for it. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think I understand what you mean. Do yeah. you? Yeah, I I mean I keep um Yeah, I kind of I think I'm kind of going that way as well. I don't want fast casual clothes anymore. I want to throw all the shit I ever got from like the Gap or J Crew, all that shit. I want to get rid of it. I want anything built in a sweatshop gone. I want only like nicely built I I want to know what kind of stores that in your mind what kind of stores that means though. I think they're I think they exist. They're just specialty. I think they're just you have to find them. Okay. I think right. there's like a like they make like it's like whatever the Red Wing equivalent of clothes. That's what I want. Ooh, like I love my Red Wing boots. Those are my go-to mm-hmm. boots. Mm-hmm. If that exists in clothes, that's what I want. Okay, that's just gonna be my look. It's not not gonna be one direction or the other. It's not gonna be hip or played out or anything. It's just gonna be just a guy. Just gonna be a guy, <laughs> and I'll be like properly dressed for any occasion. Okay, all right. I don't know how what that does for summertime. Like I don't know. Mm. What, I don't know what shorts are look like in that. In that, you're not vein. a summer shorts kind of guy anyway, though. Really, like you would still wear jeans in the dead of well, summer. Well, I would never wear jeans. I don't wear jeans. That's the thing. It's like I don't really wear jeans. Really? I, nah, nah. I've given up jeans a long time ago. Oh, okay. But I would. Yes, but you're I would. Also, not like a shorts guy though. Really? Yeah. Well, I have tragic tattoos, Chris. Well, that's true. Giant tragic. <laughs> Leg tattoos. Maybe you should just get rid of those. I think I should lean into them. <laughs> get them real done up. See, that's the other direction. That's the other way you could go with this. Because mm-hmm. I could just be like fucking wild out, like face tattoos, like just super like giant obnoxious glasses, you know, like like be like real stylish. I don't really feel uh, like it. Real Euro trashy. Yeah, like real, like, you know what I mean? Like, like where like little dad hats but like big ass glasses and like (laughs) (laughs) like i'm a like i was in a like a 
like a breakdance crew at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That I could see you getting it. Uh, that I could, that I could see as. A I know it's more my style, right? It's more yeah. my style, but I want to move away from that. I know, I know. This is. I think this is gonna be like I want to look like Wes Anderson thinks he looks. <laughs> like an occasional blazer, just an occasional blazer for no okay. reason. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Maybe it's too precious. I, it's maybe. a work in progress. Yeah. yeah. To do a whole style change. Buy a few outfits, see how it goes, and then you can really lean into it or not. Yeah. I know. I really like sweatshirts, so that's the problem. Mm. I really well, sweatshirts like... are okay, aren't they, then? Not for this look. No? Nah, this look would require a jacket. Well, I mean, you could switch, alternate between sweatshirts and what jackets. What kind of sweatshirt? Maybe a crew neck. And like what kind of, je- like a jean, like a colored jeans jacket kind what of What are you look? talking about? A colored jeans jacket? I don't want cross-colored jacket. I'm not trying to get a fucking eight ball coat. I'm talking like a classic. No, like, a, like a beige kind of like jeans jacket looking kind of coat. <laughs> jeans? Yeah. A plural jeans jacket? You call it a jeans jacket? What else do you call them? Just a singular jean jacket. A jean jacket? Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't sound right. You say jeans jacket? A jean jacket? Like a guy named Jean? Yeah, like a guy named <laughs> owns a, a Yo, get a jacket like Jean. Yeah, Jean. I got a jean jacket. Got a jeans jacket. <laughs> the brown one. The beige one. I you don't even know what that looks jeans, like. don't you? Huh? You don't wear a pair of jeans. You wear a pair of jeans. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally right on this. I'm going to leave it there. That's been 10 <laughs> yeah. minutes, folks. We've done it. Yep. That's pure bullshit. We did it. That's post-NFL talk. Yeah, this is what this podcast looks like for another seven months. Uh, <laughs> and it already kind of looked like this to begin with. Um, <laughs> speaking of podcasts, Chris, uh, I have an idea for a podcast. I wanted to put uh, throw. Uh, I wanted to see what you thought of it. Maybe you want to co-host it with me. Oh, great. I mean, we can just we can just do. I was thinking. I don't even know what this is. And I was already thinking we could just sort of transition to this to. Post NFL talk into this kind of a format. Just bullshit. Just kind of switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, this is kind of in that vein. I, this is kind of this probably already exists, but I realized recently that I, um, I think I'm mo. I like it. I think I like sequels of movies more than I like the originals. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to just do a podcast about sequels of movies. <laughs> That just, is a ledge you are out on, I think, there. Just called sequel. This would be great, because then I think we will both have, uh, we will not be agreeing with each other so much. Yeah. I think I have a lot of sequels that I oh, prefer. let's make this the focal point of And I think of, of my friend, sequels. our friend, John Sargent, original producer of this podcast, he hmm. pointed out to me recently that I like sequels and not just sequels of movies. Like, I prefer Wings to the Beatles. Like, I like... The sequels of everything, I think. <laughs> I like the next, I like second gen or whatever it would be. Sure. Yeah. So I don't think it could, it just doesn't have to be just. It's actually se- a great podcast name, probably second gen. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can name it. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking I might want to talk about sequels. And there's got to be other people out there that are also fans of sequels that like think that like there's, there's a, a subtle beauty in the idea of like, taking a movie that had no intention of having a second part, but did, and how was it crafted? Was it a completely new writer? Was it a completely new director? What, like, was it cast with the same people? Like, what constitutes a good sequel? Like, what's the best sequel? What's the worst sequel? You know, okay. like, and it could also, you know, it does have to stop at two. Of course, you could do, like, five and six. Like, it depends on how yeah. it's a franchise, you know? Yeah, right. Great. Let's do it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. 
That's you got a, one to start with this week, or is this just sort of the the the? No, no, I don't. This is the outline of the this was idea. literally a thought I had in the bathroom today. Perfect. But I was brought on by this. You ready for this? Last night I saw the best movie I've ever seen. Hi, Chris. Hey, Anne. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Anne's on the pod. Yeah, she's working from home today. Is she drinking? I saw she texted me. I had a feeling she was right there. Yeah. <laughs> She said she's not sure she'll be able to survive this podcast because she's not a night person and oh. is still recovering from um, going to bed at 2 a.m. Oh, is that why she's drinking a martini right now? Is that what I Yeah, hear? that's why she's drinking a martini right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pomegranate juice martini. <laughs> it helps you poop. Tell me about the sequel you just watched. Though. It wasn't a sequel. It was the first of a movie that I thought, I think they probably thought was going to have multiple sequels. Oh. In fact, it was the only movie that this guy ever directed. Wait, what? Yeah. Is it that bad? No, it's that good. Well, according to who? According to, ev- no, I don't know. <laughs> according you, to you. Do you remember this movie? It's in the 90s. Uh, Keanu Reeves' vehicle called Johnny Mnemonic. Yes. You do? Yeah, of course I do. It's the I best. I don't know if I remember the whole plot in the movie. It's the best movie. So I, I have been wanting to watch this for a long time because I, I had done this event with Robert Longo, who was the director. He's an artist, but they were like, in the 90s, they would let anybody make a movie. And it was this book, or maybe, I think it was a book. And it's basically, the, the concept is it's the future, and there are people that use implants in their brain to s- transport sensitive material. Which, as it turns out, this movie takes place in 2021. So I was like, holy shit, this is like oh. now. Like, I'm getting to watch what these weirdos thought the future looked like now. And they were crazily right about a lot of things and crazily wrong about a lot of things. And it was just fascinating to watch. Not only that, but it starred, it had weird cameos by Ice T, uh, Dolph Lundgren plays Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Henry Rollins is a doctor. Um, it has the girl Lucinda from 90210. It was like a who's who of nobodies. Keanu Reeves is incredible in it. It is. I just was like flabbergasted at how fucking it had great one liners. It looked so 90s and yet so like it was like a $30 million budget that looked like it was done with $2 million. It, it's just. It's fantastic, Chris. I could not <laughs> recommend this movie enough. And like it should have had a sequel, but I guess it it probably didn't make any money. Um but check out the things that they got right. Virtual reality like with glasses. Like and it looked like what virtual reality looks like, like with the goggles. Like they they nailed that. Uh at one point he asks for an iPhone, which is bonkers. Ooh. Yeah. Uh Everyone in China is wearing masks. <laughs> so basically, they got COVID right. <laughs> the things they didn't get right, they were really, really wrong about. Like, they're still recording things with VCRs. <laughs> <laughs> I think they got lazy at that, at that point. And, and the people that could transport, that take out parts of their like memories in order to s- transport uh, storage... Uh, it was 160 gigs, which is basically <laughs> like two DVDs worth of storage. 
which is really kind of funny because they could do they could figure that out. How did like, they not think it would be brain, more? But you still have to use a VHS to watch a movie. Well, like, literally, you can't just plug the movie into your head. The guy's like, "All right, so we have to download 160. You got the upgrade, right? We have to download 160 <laughs> gigs, and then fax over a copy of something." <laughs> They had to fax something, and only half the fax went through, so we had to like go to Newark to like get the other half of the fax <laughs> with like this hundred and sixty gigs. That's like let you can fit twice as much on a thumb drive, like scrambling his brain. <laughs> but then he says iPhone, and you're just like, wait, wow, how did they? How did they nail that? How did they nail that? And totally missed like storage capacity. <laughs> And it's the cute, cool thing is, is it's a it's a tidy ninety minutes, which is something that you never get anymore. And then I went and looked at it, and Robert Longo, because he's an artist first and not a film director, last year recut the whole movie in black and white in twenty twenty one. So there's another version of it that Robert Longo like redid, huh. which you can't. They screened it at Tribeca, and that's the only the, no one can find it since then. Mm. It exists somewhere. It's like an NFT. Like it's this movie. Chris, I beg you. It's on Netflix right now. All listeners, I beg you. 90 minutes of your life, please. Johnny Mnemonic. It is... It's, it's incredible. It is a, it is a pure delight. I, I can't, like, you won't regret it. You just won't regret it. This movie should be up there with like other crappy movie like greats of that era. So It should be celebrated. Here's here's where I'll say, and because I I think this movie probably falls in line with with a few other movies, and there's an idea I've had that, um, and and a lot of them I think kind of go back to the '90s and and sort of the futuristic kind of stylistic. If you say uh, lawnmower man, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Huh? Don't say lawnmower man. No, no, okay, no, no, thank no. God. Okay. Is 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 taking those movies like from the, like like Johnny Mnemonic? I think would fit perfectly. Like the the net with Sandra Bullock. Like taking those movies and then turning them into, like almost like a like an Amazon or a Netflix style TV show, hmm. but sort of continuing the story from then to yeah. now and sort of modernizing it and seeing, because I think that you could get some sort of interesting sort of content and storylines there. Oh, and like but do a through line and kind but of yeah, catch you do up. a through line. Like everything's connected though. Yeah, that's a good idea. The weird I think thing is, a lot I think of movies like that, you I could think do that with. Keanu Reeves looks so good, he could kind of just fit right back into the role. Yeah, or he could, like, yeah, he could sort of just be, uh, like, kind of pop in and out of the movies. What's not, but you could have someone else who is sort of the star of the show or something, kind of like Sandra Bullock, where she started. Like my, I always thought about the net, where it's like she sort of started this sort of like revolution or new thing of like whatever that movie was sort of based on or or how it kind of ended, of like you know hackers and all that kind of stuff or whatever, blah blah blah. You know, but and then how did it sort of things develop from that movie, like forward, especially with all the te- technological advances that we've had? That's a great idea. I it also falls into this idea of a sequel. I'm I'm kind right. of fascinated. Weirdly, the net is also available on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I kind of want. I've never seen that one. It I, it was I think it was really f- kind of flat, but it has, and that's the thing. It's like it. I think there's a lot of potential in a lot of those movies where they just, like you said, like they're still faxing or have VHS where you could have, uh, there's so much more potential there, I think to kind of to, and to be able to revisit that, I think would be kind of a cool thing. Yeah, man. Like you could almost kind of correct the wrongs of those movies as you sort of modernize them. Well, the wrongs of this movie were 
which are brilliant and they're enjoyable because they're so terrible. Maybe they were, I guess. I mean, the weird thing is, is like the what went wrong with this movie were like the special effects. Like I think where they spent all their budget, like in these like bad explosions and fight scenes, and like mm-hmm. there's a lot of burning metal. You're like, does, why is metal burning so much in this movie? <laughs> is that is that? I wonder if that's the guy's like art. Um, that's like his art kind of style. Well, his art was like a lot of video. There's one scene where it's clearly like his dream piece. It's like a bunch of TVs, like all mounted together as like a big bees hive. Oh, that was such a thing in the 90s. Spoiler alert. A dolphin saves the world. (laughs) Okay. But a dolphin that is connected to other people through brainwaves. It's kind of complex. Yeah. I'm telling you, this movie ends in like the weirdest, craziest way <laughs> it goes sideways but kind of stays in theme i'm i can't i can't express to you like this movie i w- i was like hooked immediately i was just like yes let's go and it, i had held my attention throughout and all the every time they popped up and it was like just as soon as my interest was waning they're like and here's henry rollins and here's a guy that looks like Carl Lagerfeld. <laughs> like, it was just like, there's like, they kept doing it. It was great. It was great. Hmm. All right. I'll, I'll, uh, please watch it. Please. I will watch it. I will watch it. Please watch it. Yeah. But right. will I you will. watch it before next week's podcast? I will. I will. I will. Uh, I want, I want a full report. <laughs> I don't know about a full report, but I'll do a little like crib notes or something. I got to tell you, Chris, this movie. I think you're hyping it up too much for me now. I don't think I could. Yeah. I literally was like this last night watching it being like, this might be my favorite movie I've ever seen. See, yeah. See that, that, no. See, that can't. There will be one line that Dolph Lundgren says to you in this movie that will change your mind. That You'll be like, well, that's the greatest line I've ever heard in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, dude. Can can you are, are we gonna agree on this? Like this this movie is so bad. No, it's, it's, it's not that. No, no, it's it's so bad that it's it's actually really it's 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 good not that it's not like it's not like one of those where you're like oh my god like where people are gonna say the lines out loud in the theater and laugh about it like yeah, I, this movie it's so cheesy and so ridiculous. I mean, I guess you could put it in that. It's it's definitely not like great acting. All right. right. Like it right. definitely doesn't hit that. Like it doesn't hit those marks. It's not like this movie wasn't considered like a great movie. Of course. And it didn't co- probably achieve what it was even trying to achieve because it takes itself a little too seriously. But it, but because of that, the performances are good. Like the, like they're bad because it's put together by a guy that has no idea how to direct, but they're all sure. trying really hard. Okay. It's not like where everyone's coked out or anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that really means in the grand scheme of things, but okay, sure. I'll go with it. Just. Watch. I'll give it a, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Great. I appreciate great. it. I'm going to have to set like a, some sort of a reminder so I don't forget after. I'll text you every day. Every okay, morning. Great. Oh, that's every, great. That's even better. Every morning. <laughs> I'll just see. I'll text it. I'll text you something that's in reference to the movie. And if you don't get it, I will have known that you didn't watch it. Got it. Okay, cool. And for our listeners, I if thoughts on Johnny Mnemonic, I I the the homework assignment goes to extends to everybody. It's mm. free right now on Netflix. It's ninety minutes. Like, what else are you gonna do? Like, what are you gonna watch, Friends? Yeah, you could. <laughs> I would you, definitely you're choose gonna watch Billions. You gonna watch another episode of Billions? No. Yeah, exactly. All right, Chris. 
the Super Bowl happened. Oof. Did you watch Did it? it? I don't even remember it. Yeah, I feel like kind of in a way it's worth the like us not doing a show last week was like maybe a good thing to do every year after the Super Bowl. It was a very unmemorable Super Bowl. Uh, like I, I don't think like, there was really any sort of like a standout or you know like I, I don't want to say iconic because that might be too 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 far off the statement, but there wasn't really any sort of standout moments or anything. Here's really, here's was there? Do you want to know what the moment that stands out the most? To me? Here's okay, it was so bad <laughs> that there was like. No penalties the whole game. Then two weird ticky tacky calls that let the Rams score, and I mm-hmm. still didn't give a fuck. And I don't think anybody did. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was yeah. that bad. Even, though, even the Jalen Ramsey like face mask one was like, it was like, eh, ah, I, I don't know. really know. I know. I don't really care if they called the penalty. Kind of glad he got away with it. Like, yeah, it was like finally something fucking happened. I like if it required that, mm-hmm. then thank mm-hmm. you, T Higgins. Uh, That's a great point. Like, finally, something finally actually happened. Yeah. I wa- here's, the, here's how bad the Bengals played. I think they had a better chance to win that game if the Rams make that extra point earlier in the game. Because I think then it's a three-point game. Then I think the Rams kicked the field goal to send it into overtime. But because they didn't have that option, they, had, they, they were like, fuck it, we'll score a touchdown. And then the Bengals were like, well, we can't do anything with that. Like, we... What are we going to do, run a two-minute offense? Like, it well, just fell apart. Like, I honestly think that like, the biggest play of that game in the Rams' favor was them missing that yeah. fucking extra point because then they yeah. had to score a touchdown. That's yeah, how they, bad they, this shit was. And they went into they went into pass mode. Like, the whole game, the Rams were trying to, for the most of the game, the Rams were trying to run the ball, which is it's so that's such a weird thing. Like, McVay, I think in spite, I, like, they sort of won in spite of, of their head coach again. Oh, you know, but, like... Yeah, it's such a weird one um, because McVeigh's protege was worse. Like, talk, yeah, like yeah. Th- that third and one, he runs a play with a running back that no one's ever heard. Like some like other running back, not the guy that's rushed. Like the only player on your team that's done shit. Like on a third and one with like no time left, you rush with like some rando who doesn't get it, and then you th- then you then there's a a quote unquote sack at the end of the game, and that's the. That's how you ended it? Like, what a well, limp, they, disc, they don't, dick they, way to fuck. Third and one, you fucking to... go for the house. You always yeah. go for the house on third and one. Yeah. Like, that's the moment, because then you have fourth and one. If you don't get it, like, just go for the fucking house. You have Jamar Chase. Like, what kind of fucking weird play call was that? Yeah, well, that exactly. It was weird, and it's also because they 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 weren't seemed to make adjustments, like, uh, pass protecting. I was right? like, like, they just were like, oh, uh, this time we're going to block Aaron Donald and like the two other guys. Yeah. You know? And I was like, nope, you're not going to. Yeah. It was, I mean. It's a really weird, it was a really weird game. And, and we kind of, we kind of, we, we talked about sort of, I think, you know, when in, in the gambling portion, but it's sort of, of being leery of this game going under because, uh, yeah. because of those kinds of scenarios. And, and we sort of, I think we, I think we not didn't listen to ourselves in that sense or we feel strongly enough about it. But yeah, like that was sort of the the thing. Is like these a lot of these teams get so conservative. Well, that's I was, what McVeigh did the first time around the Super Bowl, and that's why he lost because he was super conservative. And this finally, I think he sort of ignored himself in the last two minutes there, and they they kept throwing the ball. Well, he had and, no choice because he had to get seven. Because he had to get yeah, exactly, and it like, worked out. Yeah, that like that's what I mean. Like I think that I just weirdly is the is the one that's the only take that I have that no one else has brought up. Like we said, Eli Apple sucked before the Super Bowl. He sucked. <laughs> But I don't think we were a genius. Like, I no, I took I took Odell Beckham Jr. to score first because I liked Odell Beckham Jr. in this game. 
Yep. That was one of my big bets, but lots of people had that. Like, I don't think they're... The problem with props and all that shit is they've become very popular, so there's not a take you can have that somebody didn't have, you know? No, Unless, and you're just kind of throwing darts in a way. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Like, like, my, like, I expect... I think you and I both expect, I think, a lot more passing, and so that's... You know, like, I did a lot more, you know, props with, with involving Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup and scoring touchdowns or 50-yard receptions and those kinds of things, because I, I expected those bigger explosive plays, and they just didn't happen. Yeah, well, Cooper Cup for MVP was right there, and no one, I, no one I know got it. Yeah, that one just I, wasn't enough. wasn't enough of a of a oomph. Didn't feel exciting yeah, enough. I mean, it's just because he scored two touchdowns and one was the game winner, technically. And it's like, well, all right. I mean, you can make the case for that because nothing else exciting happened. But isn't that the fucking? Doesn't that say it all about that game? Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, like he right. got the MVP, like because like, like that's how flaccid case. these quarterbacks were. That like a guy that kind of didn't do that much. Like, yeah. honestly, like, yeah. T. Higgins, if he doesn't drop that fucking pass in the end zone, he has three, yeah. and that's a wrap for him. And maybe yeah. the Bengals win. Like, that's it's that much of a difference. Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's slim. Yeah. But what a, fu- what a fucking horseshit. Like, I guess we got great. We got one week of great playoff. We had, like, probably the best weekend of playoff football ever. And we should well, relish the in that. Is it becomes such a letdown on the, on the Super Bowl when there's so many great games and playoffs into the end of the season as well. Well, this is why you don't want real underdogs to make the Super Bowl because yeah, it always turns it kinda, into, right? into a shit show. It also makes you miss the Patriots because I didn't even care about who. Like, I don't, I don't usually like. I'm not like rooting for a team to win because I like them. Like, I didn't really like if the Rams. I know you hate the Rams. I wasn't like like. I'm not upset that they lost. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't like, like whatever. Like, I mean, I think yeah. it's bullshit that this owner gets a ring after fucking over a city, but like. I'm not losing my mind over it. Whereas, right. like when the page, I was like, anybody with the Patriots, please beat Tom Brady. Like, <laughs> yeah, please yeah, beat yeah. him. You know, yeah. you need that villain team. The 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 Atlanta game was my most memorable, the saddest I've ever been for a team that I didn't mm. root for. Now I'm I'm leaving your team blowing it come wide sure. open because that was incredibly depressing, and I was rooting for your team, sure. and I was with you, and I couldn't believe it happened. I like to not remember that day. But the Atlanta game, I was like, that was like the most. But that was I, at least a close. That was game. As, was that was as too. deflated I've, as I've ever felt for a team I don't give a fuck about. Like I felt like as bad as I would as if the Steelers would have lost. That's how much I hated Tom Brady. Flip side of that, when the they fucking lost to the Eagles, that was maybe my favorite Super Bowl I've ever watched, Steelers included. Yeah. Like, that was my favorite a, yeah, Super Bowl. The Eagles, like I'm not rooting for the Eagles. Exactly. That's yeah. me. That's my like. If I if you were like. You can only watch one Super Bowl for the rest of the time. Not that I'd ever watch it, but like I would be that. Like that's mm. a, such an incredible game, and it's because there was a villain. And I just I don't know who. Like I think I needed Tom Brady. I think I need. I well, you also go from that. Well, yeah, but you also go from that 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 the Bills Kansas City game, right? Which was an incredible game all, all the way to the end. Yeah. And then that was just kind of like that kind of felt like your Super Bowl this year. Also, a great a game that was pretty like well if you have officiated. a great game like that, that makes like you don't necessarily need like a like a like a, a, a Brady Patriots kind of a team. Also, like that's the other thing. Like it's sometimes I think we rely on those on on that on those teams like that because you're not guaranteed a great game every time. Well, yeah, I think that also like we're not giving the referees enough credit. I personally was like. There's a lot of boneheaded calls, but I don't think there was anything that like really affected any any game. Like the that Bills KC game, was there any like calls that like really fucked the game for anyone? I feel like those were in the Super Bowl here. No, no, no. The Bills 
KC oh, No, it was, a, it was a pretty clean game, I think. For, right? For the, and yeah. so that just goes to show, like, you and can show, have there a... There wasn't a lot of penalties, I don't think, called in that game either, as well. You could have an exciting was, game was, if you let them play. Which just is, let them play, man. I know. Like, let them play. Like, I know. Like, only the egregious calls... Like, even holding calls and all those things anymore, I feel like you should... But like, to you your point, like, I don't think the fucking Rams fans would have, like, been like, we got jobbed because of that one Jalen Ramsey play. Jalen Ramsey didn't even act that crazy. Like, no, kind of, he, he was kind of, but he, he, was a, got, he, he moved got on over it, moved on. Cause like, let him play. Like, he's yeah. like, yo, cause you know, cause he knows he's been fucking holding underneath the fucking armpit on three right. plays before that. And he got, he got burned on plenty of plays yeah. uh, that, that either happened against him or didn't happen because your defense was good enough to like, it didn't matter. It definitely points in the direction of let him play like all yeah. of it. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, sometimes you get a shitty game regardless, but it was. It was nice to see like the a running back could get a, an eight yard carry and it wasn't just automatically a hold, you know? Right, right. But okay. that's the Super Bowl. I mean, what else is there to say? Halftime. Uh, ha- my gambling, Chris. I, the only other thing to say is my gambling didn't go. You blew very it. Well. You should not have. You should not have gambled. Yeah, I. I hope well, you dismantled but- your DraftKings account immediately and you're no longer <laughs> using it. I went. I mean, I went all in on props. The only the saving one was I. It was the guarantee the kickoff was going to be a touchback, and, and I actually won. That was the one uh, that the intern talked to me my out of. Back on that the one. intern was like, "Don't do it. It's not going to hit." And he was wrong. But I and I didn't do it. I did join you on a couple. Uh, luckily for me, my big wins. I had this weird three leg parlay where I said Stafford would throw under three hundred and fifty, and like Cooper Cup would have over like eighty. I was convoluted and it hit and that was a good one for me obj got one in for me and then i bet heavy on the uh kicking the Bengals would kick over 60 yards total or something like that so mm. i had some weird bets but i i more than broke even because i had my rams future bet and so i i did great i like yep. had a i had a really great day gambling i was happy to like be done gambling i took a a I've been taking a little bit of a break. Uh, the All-Star game has happened, and that has helped. But I'm, I feel like you, it just felt like after a while, I was like, I don't even care about these prop bets. Like at first, I was excited that I was like, I don't even, I don't know. I'll check my phone in the morning. Like I really Yeah, don't that's kind of what I, well, a lot of them, I, I looked at right after the game ended, and a lot of them were still open because I guess they're still officially, the, the stats aren't official yet for a little while or something. Right. So it turned out I, I think I won three or four of my of my bets. All right. So you came um, in your DraftKings account. Yeah. Yeah. Look at yeah. you. Does it, so it wasn't. Does I wasn't know? totally devastated. Does, but, it, um, does Ann know you have a, a DraftKings account? Sort of. Yes. Sort of. Yeah. The intern also started a DraftKings account. So congratulations, everyone's oh, nice. Everyone's everyone's into gambling. Yeah, the kid. Uh, uh, proud of all of us. I'm I'm super proud of you. It's but like I haven't, but I see I haven't done I haven't touched it since. You know, like I'm not I'm not sitting here going every week and going on like oh let's start hitting NBA games or, or well we should probably you know, do Premier should, League games. We should pro- uh I would stay away from Premier League, but yeah, rugby and NBA you should definitely be betting on. Plus, you know, if March Madness is coming up, we've got our worst show of the year. To, we've got the worst show of the year coming up. Everyone's <laughs> least favorite show where we pick every game. Are we gonna March do it again? Ma- we have to. Do we? It's so boring. I, we I'm have not even to sure do it. I care this year about Oh, that's what makes it more fun is that you haven't watched any college basketball. Oh, Chris, I have a story for you. A follow-up. You ready? <laughs> okay. Follow-up to what? <laughs> Remember how I said I could like 
go big at anything. Like I could get, I could go big. Like I could get into anything. I could get big. Like I, like if it's a high school football game, if it's a concert, like it does. Like if it's Bob Seger or fucking like like a pickup basketball game, like I could get into it. I could go big. Like I could. Okay. So we went to this Duquesne Fordham game. Oh right. RJ came to town. Oh man, Chris. So we went. RJ and I had had a couple before. A couple pops. A couple pops. The intern and Jimmy the Greek, his kids show up. We have a couple more pops. I'm on pretty good behavior, I feel like, at this point. But they serve beers at this game. I think I was, like, drunker than... I, I, first of all, I hadn't drank since, like, 2021. For a month. Yeah. So I, I think I was just a little off-kilter. I, I didn't realize I was drunk. I felt, felt fine. Uh, we go to this Duquesne-Fordham game. It is atrocious. It is... It is one of the worst basketball games I've ever attended. It's just bad. Like it like was like worse than high school bad. Uh and I couldn't believe I was watching like a D1 game. It was just terrible. But Duquesne had had so Duquesne's coach is this guy who was LeBron James high school coach at Akron for two years. Oh jeez. I know. And he is the old school yell at your players, just the worst kind of of doesn't deserve to be there. He's got, he, I think he had like seven assistants, like, and he just kept switching. He, he must've had 20,000 subs. And there was one player he just wouldn't play. And I watched him during halftime warmups and he was just draining. And finally this kid gets out there and they're down like probably 11 points, 13 points. And this kid starts shooting and he starts making, he's the first guy to, I think, make any threes in the game. And suddenly they're like clawing their way back in around this one kid. And then this kid, like the end of a shot clock, like calls for the ball, probably should have passed it, put up a totally contested shot, air ball. The other team gets it, scores, which means it's like their run sort of goes from like slips to like from like could have been three points is now like eight points. And the fucking coach pulls him, just yanks him like it benches him. The kid's totally dejected. For like this one miss, because he was, the, but he was the only shooter. He's the only guy on this team doing anything. And Chris, I couldn't keep the filter on. I had to let the coach know. <laughs> and I let him know, man. I let him. I rode him for the whole rest of the game. And there were probably four hundred people in this stadium, and I was close to him. <laughs> I made Chris. I made everybody uncomfortable. It was bad. It was bad, man. Like, everyone was mad at me, and I could not help it. Like, I laid into this coach. Like, poor Peter and his kid. Like, Peter, I probably had to explain to Jimmy, the Greek, that his friend was crazy. That's why you don't me- drink. Mentally deranged. I mean, but to, I can get, literally, I could get into anything. I could get fever level about, like, anything and this was the proof that i could do i mean i just it was like an out-of-body experience i was like i hadn't been to a basketball game in three years like everything went wrong did you get james book knighted i was pretty close to get i think i was pretty close to i mean i was just getting like the ref was gonna toss you i didn't think that was gonna happen because i wasn't like i wasn't swearing you know and i was kind of i wasn't like wrong necessarily but, like, I was definitely making everybody uncomfortable. 
And I don't think I'll be Especially because it, it's the home team. I know. I know. But he right. should have known. He should, like, they did, like. He should have known what? That he sucked. He needed to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he needed to know. How long has this guy been there? I, like, way too long since before I got here. Because okay. I remember there was an, in, he had an incident where he, like, bumped a ref or something. It was, like, on national TV. Like, he had some weird incident. And I was like, oh, this is LeBron James dad and i thought maybe it was like he was like good or not dad lebron james is like high school coach i thought maybe he was like good like he was like because he was still here but he's bad oh my god he's like you just you just i watched in disbelief and it's not like fordham was good like he just a thousand changes he must have he must have had 70 substitutions in this game there was no continuity like he was Every time anybody missed a shot, yanked him, put a different guy in there. And he was like, he had like one kid who scored his thousandth point at Duquesne. As soon as he got, he pulled him out. Like, I was like, what are you doing? Like, also, this game doesn't matter to you. Like, try something. But this guy, he was so hellbent on doing things this one fucking way because that's how coaches get. Like, this is my system. This is what we do. And you could just see all of the, all of the assistants on his team were just dejected. They were like, I just want my $30,000 and I want to go home. Like, it was just bad. The guy, like, it just rubbed me the wrong way, Chris. Okay. And it was terrible. And I apologize. So I just want to apologize to anyone listening that might have been at that game. (laughs) Yeah. Great. I did it. Great. I did it. Apology accepted. So I wield that. I will. I will my hatred against Duquesne on a, on a bet tonight. Uh, Duquesne plays Davidson. Uh, Duquesne is is uh, getting nine points at home, which they don't deserve against Davidson. Uh, so hit that hard, ladies and gentlemen. I guarantee you, Duquesne does not have what it takes on a gray Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. All right, let's move on from that basketball to some other basketball. Great. You had some ideas about... Post All Star NBA. I have a couple futures that I think are interesting. Okay. I wanted to throw. I wanted to burn past you real quick. Oh, great. See what you thought. I love an NBA future. It's no secret. Uh, I usually place a couple in the beginning of the year. I have them out there. Uh, one of them, I, I took Golden State before the season started, um, but I didn't probably put enough on it, and I don't even know if I really believe in that bet because. The NBA is weird this season. It's very East heavy. Like there's probably two good teams coming out of the West. So if you get like Phoenix or Golden State, I feel like one of those two teams is probably going to the finals. Wouldn't you agree? Normally I would. Except for this morning, I heard uh, Jay Williams on ESPN say that his bold prediction of his actually was that the Memphis Grizzlies are going to go to the finals. I like that team. And I, I do too. And I kind of started thinking about it a little more. And it kind of struck me a little bit that with Paul, Chris Paul now is out six to eight weeks, which puts him right about back to right about around the playoff time to start. Uh, I so do they struggle without him for a little while and they don't hang on to the number one seat. Do the Grizzlies, Grizzlies kind, of, kind of keep pushing forward? Well, do they kind of keep ascending? Do they, do they, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're kind of, I think they're kind of the best kind of sneaky, good team, dark horse team 
that might be worth putting a little coin on. I would probably not take them to win the championship, but I maybe would take them to win the West, and I definitely would look at John Morant plus 1,100 for MVP. And they're plus 1,100 as the the Western Conference winner. That's good. Yeah. I kind of like those that. Are, those bets kind of jump into. I like and, that. And that's the more nice, I think about them, look nice at the teams way. and stuff. Like I, 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 you, I, I don't think it's a given with Golden State, uh, uh, Phoenix as just the only two that could make it out of it. Now, I, so I think it's a. I think there's a big three, not a big two. Okay, I'm with you. I think the Jazz suck, and I think that the like yeah. the. D- I, I don't care sucks. about the Jazz, the Dallas, and like if Denver. you look at the kind of the depth of Memphis, like Desmond Bain is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh. Is Valanciunas mm-hmm. on that team? I think he is, right? Uh, I like. I think there's. Yeah, yeah there's a that team can match up with anybody. Plus, Josh is electric. He's amazing. Isn't he's, it uh, Stephen Adams down on that team? Is it? Isn't Valanciunas in, in, in Nola? In, is that what happened? Yeah, I think there was a trade oh, there. Ah, uh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I, okay. I need to start paying attention to this. I guess here's the t- takeaways. I need to start paying attention to this team more. Yeah, well, they are right now third. I didn't realize that they are. Right, exactly. You are you paying attention to them secretly because they're going to end up in Seattle because no one wants a team in Memphis. Ooh, interesting. Uh, That's never the grumblings. My mind. That's the grumblings. Really? Yeah, I've heard that rumor. Okay. All right. Because um, New Orleans is just going to hang on, and the league's just going to keep giving them players over and over and over again. I guess. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't either. Uh, yeah, this team, you're right. It's Adams at center and then a bunch of like really good three and D guys. Kyle yeah. Anderson, Dylan Brooks. I kind of like, I like what you're, I like, I like that. I like that call. Okay. I like that call. Um, I also, here's, here's another one I wanted to run past you for the, for the East there. Oh no. Staying in the West. The Portland trailblazers are plus 1300 to yeah. make the playoffs. Yeah. And they're playing good right now. They're four and zero since the trades. Yeah, um, they're kind of playing with like a ba- like a bandit. Like they're just like I'm. I think they're I supposed to take, but I I hope they're sitting in the tenth seed right now. I think they're going to make the play in. Like, isn't is it crazy to think that they could make the playoffs? I don't think it's crazy, and I and I my thought was like I hope they keep winning games and make the play in tournament. Because right now they're sort of they're they're the tenth worst record in the league. Right. So unless they really tank and fall off, there's really no hopes for a high draft pick. Right. So let's just see if they can keep this going a little bit. Yeah, I think that there's there are a couple of like exciting players on yeah. that team. And I like I yeah exactly I kind of like what they I don't love what they did, but I kind of like what they did as maybe as far as the makeup of the team is like I I don't know if this is just kind of maybe this turns out to be nothing and they just kind of went on a hot streak and because of the trades and everyone kind of got a little excited and played beyond their means a little bit, and maybe they Could do be. fall off a lot. Could be. But I kind of want to see if that's, you know, not the case. Anthony Simons looks great. Mm-hmm. Nasir Little looks great. Mm-hmm. There's a kid, I think, from Montana State playing on that squad right now. There's a lot of Northwestern guys, like Northwest yeah. Weber State. I mean, Lillard, obviously. I think they got some Washington guys. He's not coming back, so I want to see. You know, I don't think he's coming back. I want to see if uh, what they can kind of do here, maybe. But if they, what if they do make the play-in tournament? Would Lillard be like, "Fuck it, I'm coming back"? He might. That's yeah. what that to me is worth thirteen hundred. Mm-hmm. That's plus thirteen hundred. Yeah. The only 
hitch in this now, and I noticed this, and I just re- I just saw this like an uh, it was like within the last hour, I think, before we started the show, is that Nurkic is out at least four weeks with a foot injury. That's for the best. He should just rest. He's always injured, and it usually comes at the worst possible time. So, like, why I know. Not I just don't know rest? how that affects them going forward for the rest of the season. Like, how much have they been relying on him late as of late? We gotta watch. It's got to up so late to watch Portland games, but it's <laughs> worth it. Man. I like a team that just like plays loose because they yeah. don't have any stress. Yeah, right. A little scrappy. A little scrappy. A little jailblazers action. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I also want to see the Timberwolves get out of this play in tournament. Me too. I want to. I want to see them get. You know, they're playing well. The world deserves finally. them. Yes. The, I was. I listened to the. Well, it looks like it's going to be hard. Maybe. Yeah, I guess because the Mavericks want to keep winning. The East. I mean, the, it's the Jazz, Mavericks, and Nuggets in four, five, and six, and and I don't know if any of those teams are bad enough to fall, fall below the sixth seed. It's a. I think this whole thing could flip a little bit if both the Lake, like Lakers and Clippers, maybe turn things around a little bit. I think oh, the, will they. I don't know if they will. So I have a Lakers bet that. That I wanted to put past you since we're ta- since we randomly talked about the Lakers. There's a plus two two hundred and forty, LeBron James point per game leader. He's third right now, and he's only like point four points a game behind Embiid and Giannis. And can't you see LeBron just going apeshit for the rest of this season? Even though it might not mean anything, like he kind like if you watch the All Star game, like there's still the LeBron thing where he can just be like. Fuck it. I'm putting this team on my back for the rest of the season. We're not going to play this play-in, or we're going to play in the play-in, and we're going to be good. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's, there's, it's not like he's that far away. He probably has to average 30 points the rest of the way, and I think he could do it. And I like that at plus 240. Um, I guess, yeah. Who else is scoring on that team? Nobody, but that's the thing is like, do they just sort of not play him? A rollover? I don't see it. Yeah, as much. You know, like, give him more days off. He's only played 41 out of, what, 57 or 58 games this year? Like, like if I guess maybe, like, give it another week or two. And, my, and I guess my thing would be give it another week to see how well they play. And if they start winning games and they got something to play for, great. If not, they might just sort of be resigned to being in this play-in tournament and, and sort of letting LeBron maybe sort of not play heavy minutes as much to try to rest for the players. Yeah, I mean, it's interestingly enough, like Giannis is number two in this in scoring points per game, and he's played eight more games than LeBron. So maybe yeah. LeBron's lack of playing will it be make it that bet worth it. Maybe, yeah. Um, and then finally, my last bet, and this is, I just can't figure out who's good in the in the East. But yeah, I, but I kind of like the Heat are sitting at number one right now. And I kind of like them to, I just like them to maybe win the East. Maybe. It's plus 475. Like, is there a world in which the Heat could sneak into the play, into the finals? Sure. But is plus 475 enough? Uh, I feel like they're just creeping and no one's giving, paying them any mind. And they're like, gonna make moves. I feel the same way about Boston too, to be honest. Yeah. Well, and, and Chicago. I still don't believe in Chicago. Yeah, well, that's that's what I mean. Like, I, I, I all these teams. Like, I, I, I don't know if you believe in them enough. Like, Milwaukee's fifth, you know, in fifth place, and and I, you know, like, okay, uh, I don't know what to make of them. But well, they suck. I really don't think Milwaukee's that good. And I'm basing this is off the one game, the the, the Sixers Bucks game. 
but I don't think that like the players that they rely on, maybe they're just whole, saving it. Like maybe. Middleton looks like shit. He looks like at least he looked like shit in that game. Like I, he did not seem like a guy that you would sweat in the playoffs. And they're they're Bobby Portis. I like again. I think he had a great finals, but like mm-hmm. I don't feel I don't without Brook. I don't think that they really are this have the same impact that they he, did last year. Here's why I would consider Chicago at plus twelve hundred to win the East. Is that because they've been dealing with a lot of injuries? Probably I, at, at least more so. Uh, than any other team and, and sort of the, and who they sort of need and maybe rely on, you know, sort, um, sort of harder hit, I guess maybe would be the right way to say it with players. So if they get all those, those guys back and which I'm not sure is even a given either and healthy come playoffs time, then I would, you know, I would consider them a little bit more of a complete team than anybody right. else. I mean, is like Levine, it's, it's is Levine even like, supposed to come back though? Hmm. I don't know. That's what I'm not sure about. So that's why I have to dig into that one further. Because uh, I don't think they know. know. I don't think they. They know also don't they. have a great record against against uh, the, you know the, the the better teams in the Eastern Conference. I think too. They're they have a terrible record in that sense. But that might be because of injuries and in, in timing and stuff like that. As as far as when they play those games. So I think I think that Caruso coming back changes the dynamic of that team. I think Vooch might be a wash. I don't yeah, know if that was the best signing for them. I like their young players, but honestly, like. I feel like if they would have just not gotten Vooch and maybe kept, like, I don't know, Markinen, they might be in better shape. Like, I feel mm. like he's kind of the person. I will say this. All y'all fucking DeMar DeRozan haters out there. What, <laughs> I was like, waiting for that. Here it comes. It's time. I've been sitting on it for a while because I thought maybe he might fall off a little bit, but he didn't. Because you know why? Because DeMar DeRozan is the purest shooter in the NBA. I've been Shoot. saying it and I was right. He's leading Shoot. the league in scoring. He's he was a he was a all-star game starter. Everybody forgot about DeMar. Everybody forgot about DeMar. He got sent to fucking middle of nowhere and helped keep a team afloat. And then when he got to shine, when he got the spacing, when he got, like now nobody cares that DeMar only shoots two pointers. And this team is on fire. They're 38 and 21. He's in the conversation for MVP. And everybody acts like they fucking didn't forget about DeMar, but they did. And every time I said DeMar is my favorite player in the league, I got laughed at. And every time I said he's the purest shooter in the league, I got laughed at. Well, guess what? He's in the fucking conversation, and I didn't forget about you, DeMar. And I don't know a single motherfucker like me. I don't know one person like me. I don't. No one can say they are, because I stayed true. And DeMar cares. <laughs> Listen sure to this spot right now. I'm sure he cares. But it should I mean, I didn't do a told you so until this moment. But I told you so. DeMar DeRozan is an incredible basketball player. He's just really good at the fucking sure. sport. And he's fun as fuck to watch. Against that. All right. Everybody. But I think, I think you're right in, in to some degree that I think DeMar is proving some doubters. A lot of doubters. Everybody. Do you don't think everybody's pissed that they didn't get him for a song? Everyone could have had him. Philly could have had him for Simmons. Easy. Easy. Yeah, or Toby, like I mean, Tobias Harris for fucking Demar Derozan right now. I take oh, that any sure, day of the sure. week. I, listen, I, I'm not going to argue with you about Tobias Harris. Like I never understood the Tobias Harris signing. We all kind of thought that was a huge overpay. Um, but you know, he's uh, look at he's a good player. He's a really good player. He's a great player. But you know, like maybe it's just circumstances that he was 
you know, he didn't get enough credit and due in Toronto uh, in that situation, whatnot. And and I think he I think he he got a little more credit with what happened with how how he played in the teams he played with in, uh, in San Antonio. He should have got more credit. You don't think he got enough credit? Uh, I don't think he's. Yeah, you're right. I I, I don't think he's. St- I still don't think he got enough credit. Yes, but I think he sort of improved his stock enough, and he got a really nice. He got a really great contract from the Bulls. Go for him. Yeah. He's a uh, and he could have gone other places, and he went to the Bulls, and I think he made the right decision there as well. Agreed. It's a good team. It's a fun yeah, team. It's and that's fu- kind of why I like this Bulls team. I love I like them. It. I love Kobe White. Like I think they're a fun team. I just think Vooch is maybe the missing link, especially in in the East. Everybody has like somebody who's like sort of a big man minus Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, listen, they got uh, Drummond now, and I think he's. I think he'll actually make a big difference for them. I, the 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 Nets. I, listen, this guy got Andre twenty rebounds Drummond? the other night, and, and the Nets don't rebound at all. Andre Drummond. Yeah, man. Listen. Yeah. I mean, he's, what they needed he's is a guy cute. who could who he's could cute. play in the paint. He's cute and everything, and, and he rebounds. had some pretty decent games for for Philly. But he doesn't need to be a superstar. No, that's true. He just needs to. He needs. He's. A, there's a very specific role for him on that team and doing what he does, and he's perfect for it. Chris, like they haven't had anybody else who could do that. And gambling aside, that gambling aside, who wins the East? Who wins the West? <sighs> Give it to me. What's our finals? I still think. I think it's Phoenix. Wins the, the whole Japan. The yeah, you know what? I, in a way, yeah, I still think it's probably Phoenix. I think they're they're probably the most complete team. Yeah, um, they're fun still to watch. Incredible! I love. They're a I good love, team. I love the cams. I'm rooting for them because you know, after, especially after last year. I think they. I think Comiskey was probably the biggest issue, right? And they've kind of solved that problem. Yeah, I think they've kind of solved. They made a couple of little trades, like bringing Tory Craig back. I think it was a Bismack's been playing good. Bismack's playing good. Bismack like was they, out of the L. I, the games I've watched with him, yeah. in it, he's he, I'd rather have him than Andre Drummond. Let's just put it that way. All right. Yeah. I mean, I won't argue with that. I, I, I think, you know, I think, yeah, Brooklyn could have done that too. They could have brought him in, in to fill that role for them. It would have been the same thing, basically. Right. Sure. Um, Golden State, I, I, I still, I mean, I'm high on them. I think they're good. So, you know, out of the West, it's, I think that the West is a little more cut and dry than the East, like you were saying. The East is really hard to kind of call here. I, I, I do question and worry if like Miami, Chicago have enough juice to, to, to sort of sustain this and if they're really that great come playoff time. You know, like we've kind of seen, we've seen that before with teams that, that kind of start strong and, and, and kind of take it like a, a season by surprise in a way and kind of lead the league. Mm-hmm. And like winning percentage or wins in the game, and then come playoff times, they kind of they don't quite have it. Yeah. Um, but then it's like you know, all right, Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, like they all have their, you know, question marks. Like so, is Bro- the Miami Brooklyn? Heat- I would say Brooklyn's the favorite as long as everybody's healthy. Then I don't know if like you can you can mess I, with Brooklyn. I know I hate it. I hate to agree with you, and I hate that I think but, Simmons might be a good fit. Yeah, but it's also telling that they're still the odds-on favorite in the East. You know, like and and they're 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 almost five hundred. They're place? almost five hundred. Yeah, they they already paid off the under if you bet the under at the beginning of the season. Yeah, DraftKings uh, has already paid that under off. But the weird thing, and I looked this up just to make sure, like Kyrie has only they're averaged healthy. fifty-four games a season for his eleven-year career. Who has? Kyrie. Right. So like, and not like not even put bringing in COVID talk here and getting and getting his shots and all that stuff. The guy has never. The guy's only played 
three seasons, he's only had uh, played over over seventy games in a, in three seasons. Yeah, for his career. It's a, I mean, it's a broken team. It's a weird team. I don't know how. And and, could and Durant's on the on the wrong side of injury history here too. He, he's been great up until three seasons ago. Yeah, he is. He's also maybe just not needs more. Like he needs more. It's weird. He's so good, but he's been surrounded by so many great players, and he just needs them. He needs well, great players see, to play with him. Like I well, see, I don't think that's true because last year in the playoffs, like he. They should have won that. They should have won that series against Milwaukee. Yeah, that's right? true. He stepped like, up he in that series. was incredible, and they just had role players. And Joe Harris wasn't shooting well, and they didn't have much. And I think they have a better, deeper, stronger team this year with with Seth Curry uh, to sort of overcome the lack of Joe Harris, whether he comes back and plays or not. Patty Mills, I think, is a great. You know, like they, I think they they formed a better team around him, and it's a lot. It's a lot of shooting, uh, and a lot of mm, it's not great defense but i think they can sort of mix and match better simmons will be great defense if he plays i mean i'm i think i just simmons will be incredibly i think i just i think i just kind of agree with you i think i like brooklyn and phoenix as my favorites right now i think boston and toronto are kind of sneaky and i would also keep an eye on the la clippers if like one of if like what if they get their guys back sure that's true too that that could be an interesting they just might be too broken yeah but i think for matter truly for finals right now i would if you I, I, like I, arm behind my back, I would. I think I'd take Brooklyn and Phoenix. All right, I think I would take. I think I would take Chicago as the safer bet. Okay, but Miami's probably up there too because the way they how they play defense and and you know they've got a pretty solid team across the board as well. So Miami at plus four seventy five. Yeah, it's not bad at all. That's I mean them and Chicago are two great. I think great odds. All right, well I think good. they're really good strong odds there. Chris, I have one more question before we go. Did Anne survive the podcast? Uh, yeah, she went back into the back room there, so I, I think she's probably just sort of she's drunk. She's cringing at the uh, at you know whenever however long we, it takes it for us to finish this. Show. All right, well let's wrap it up for her. Uh, <laughs> have a great week. Enjoy Johnny Mnemonic. I recommend watching it with Anne. She'll enjoy it thoroughly. I I, I feel like this is going to be a solo watch for me. <laughs> All right. Peace the odds, out. The odds, I'll take the odds on, on that being a solo. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably good. <laughs> so if it goes up on DraftKings, I'll probably hit that too. <laughs> this could be one of those. Remember, what, was it years ago we talked about like posting our own odds and, and gambling on stuff? Yeah. What was it? Yeah. Yeah, this would this, be, this this would be, be one, of one of those things we would post on yeah. ours. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris watched Johnny Monotics solo. <laughs> Over under. One person watching it with him. If you're the, Solo, uh, the, unders, the unders, if you fall asleep, no one's betting the over. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Peace. Peace.